0: Hi my love, welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Today I am so freaking excited to discuss our conversation today and like I was literally trying to take notes and I was like okay I can't even take notes because the way I'm typing is not as fast as the way my thoughts are flowing so I was like bitch get the fucking mic out and press record I don't have time to waste I just need to freaking get on the mic and chit chat with you today because from bestie to bestie girl I got a DM from a very close friend of mine and she was basically asking me to discuss like friendship breakups and friendships and like all the things in this kind of realm especially as we continue to grow and as we walk our life we have different people that we meet and parts of society that we are a part of like and what makes up who we are is our friendships and the people that we love near and dear and that we let into our lives and oh my gosh I cannot believe I've never discussed like my take on friendships, friendship breakups, the boundaries, I have around friendships my thoughts around this topic and like non-negotiable non-negotiables around relationships that are platonic and I think th- like today is the perfect time to tackle it girl we have no time to waste and I just have so many thoughts here the tea is piping so pour something out girl get that poppy get that coffee whatever that is for you and let's freaking dive on in like I don't even know what to title this podcast episode but let's title it like friendships friendship breakups non-negotiables in a friendship and what that looks Looks like and the dynamics of platonic relationships. Let's get into it. I first want to set the scene by saying I'm not an expert and giving expert advice around friendships and, and relationships. And this is all truly my own bestie advice. But I also just wanted to set the scene there and also say we are dealing with humans. And with being a human, we all are very dynamic. As you know, we have different wants, needs, desires, and we also all come with different life experience, trauma, baggage, and all the things. So with that, I think that makes us all so unique unique and that makes us also, you know have different expectations and needs desires that makes us feel fulfilled and what we want out of a friendship or relationship different from the other and I also will say there are so many different things that come with this here because I know every circumstance and situation is different whether it be a friend that you might have grown up with a friend that you met in the professional life a friend that you met in passing and all the things because it's so interesting to see because like a friend that I've grown up with will have such a different lens on who i am and i have a different lens and perception of who they are versus a friend that i might have met like at a mastermind or in work or all the things and like that lens is so freaking different as well because maybe a childhood friend has seen you kind of grown from throughout the years and throughout your different eras versus a friend that you might have met in your professional life kind of knows you as this versus you know the all the things and so i think like situationally it's so also different as well and makes that just a little bit more complex than usual. So that's why I wanted to set the scene first because friendships are so complex and dynamic and there really is no one shoe fits all or one size fits all, should I say. And we all have different needs, desires, wants, and expectations in a friendship. And that's totally fine as well. And I think there's someone for everyone and it's just a matter of finding your group of people and the people that best serve you in your cup and vice versa and reciprocate that same energy. So I wanted to set the scene there before I kind of dove into the non-negotiables and some things I've learned now kind of entering my mid-20s into like my 30s and like so on and so forth. I guess you could say these are kind of my expectations and what I've learned throughout the years in a friendship and also going through some friendships breakups myself or also re-establishing different boundaries that I've had for friends and making it work and having a path forward so let's get into kind of like what I've learned throughout the years and let's have a discussion about them the first one that I wanted to start off with you and quite frankly the first one that came to mind is one friend doesn't have to be everything for you they don't have to check mark every area of your life and what you need and desire. so what I mean by this like you can have different friends for different different reasons and occasions and all the things. Like for me, I have a group of friends that I like to go out with. I have a friend that I like to talk about personal life items with. And then I also have a friend that I like to discuss business items with. Like having expectations for one person to hold all the hats, wear all the hats for you and kind of check mark all those responsibilities can be a lot and put a lot on their shoulders. And I think can also lead to disappointment when you feel like that friend isn't carrying the weight of like that day, like you need somebody to kind of like carry the weight of like well I need like business advisor now and this friend isn't delivering like they're my friend to do this like I think that can be a lot for that friend and having expectations like that can set the friendship up for failure so I think being clear in what you have different friends for can help make can make the friendship be more prosperous and you not having false expectations on somebody who doesn't maybe want to fill that cup for you which like I said this can just avoid avoid disappointment This can help avoid miscommunication because sometimes the other friend doesn't even know that you have that expectation. So putting that on them can really just end up self-sabotaging the friendship to begin with. And I will also say this, I guess that goes into my next thing. It's like open communication. And I think this is so freaking obvious, but Bessie, like honestly, like I should have said this in the beginning, friendships, like even if it's platonic, it's almost like dating. Like you have to understand and you have to put effort in and have open. open communication, I feel like what you put in is what you get out of a friendship. And having established open communication helps minimize room for disagreement or problems or passive aggression because you might be feeling some type of way and your bestie is like, well, I didn't know that that's what you needed out of me. I didn't know that that's kind of like what your expectations were. You always want to minimize the gap between those expectations. And and in order to do so, open dialogue, open communication with a bestie I know the right person will be able to reciprocate that same energy to you and give you exactly what you need and if they are willing to hold that space with you and if not then you know that that's the bestie that's not going to serve that cup for you and that's okay and it's up to you if you still want to keep them in your life I think it's just like you have to first know yourself best and again this is all just so out of order now I'm like oh I should have said this first but whatever we're rolling with the punches again like I'm just so so amped up and heated by this conversation in a good way I'm like so energized and enthused by it I guess what I was trying to say regarding this is like regardless if a relationship is platonic or romantic you have to know yourself best going into it you have to know what fills up your cup first what you're looking out what you're looking for in this relationship and having that established from the get-go because then you won't have such different expectations if a friend likes to go out and you're like why does this friend all like doesn't fill this cup in this other other area of my life well that's your social friend that friend is serving your social battery so make sure you have those expectations clear and that the duo the relationship is on the same page too like oh my gosh if you think about it romantically we normalize hookup culture we normalize well that is the guy that I hook up with solely and that's not like hubby material that's not the guy that I'm going to marry he's just like my side piece right like you have different guys for different reasons let's be fucking for real so like same thing applies within, like, a platonic relationship. Like, you have various friends for different reasons, and if you see it fit, having a conversation, like, look, like, these are my expectations from this friendship, and, like, these are, like, kind of what I need out of this type of friendship. Are you on the same page? And being mature enough to have that conversation and open dialogue so that it limits the room and the gap, like I talked about, that margin of error or that margin of misunderstanding or passive aggression, like, we want to minimize that, okay? So being clear on expectations, being clear with open communication and being clear lastly on what you want and what you desire out of this friendship. So, it is reciprocated energetically on the same level so that you are not let down in the end but even if there is an issue this is where I want to pivot into my next point friendships should problem solve I had a huge falling out and I'll be so honest I'm gonna share a story here I had a huge falling out with one of my bestest friend like I would consider a soulmate and she was my roommate in college I spent all four years with her in college um, we were roommates and we then also went into the professional life together and we just had like a misunderstanding and we just like stopped talking honestly and i guess it kind of like ebbed and flowed and it just happened organically and there was really no bad blood also wow i love that for us right but Years had passed and I was like, look, like I really want to touch base on this friendship and to see where she's at and just have a discussion with her because I have realized that like, you know, you mature and you realize, you know, your wrongs and you admit to them and you own up to them and you are like, you know, where do things go wrong? Like, I just kind of want to have a path forward here. And I basically texted this friend and we got on a phone call. We discussed, we had open, very, very open, vulnerable dialogue together and we discussed. And a few things I learned from this was like... A friendship like this is worth fighting for, and you know what that is for you. You know the different types of relationships that are worth fighting for. You know where you have to swallow your pride and admit to your own wrongs, and you also have an opportunity to problem solve and have a path forward, and that friend doesn't make you feel like shit about it. Yes, you're going to be held accountable for it if one person did something wrong or this, that, and the third. You kind of know when to ebb and flow in a relationship. It's kind of like a tango, right? Like when one person admits to something, thing you empathize you understand you hold them accountable for it and you have that open dialogue but there is also a path forward and not a grudge to be had and I think that's what made our friendship actually grow fonder and my admiration for my friend grow fonder was because we were able to have a path forward first of all we had a break and then we problem solved we had a path we had a path forward we discussed she never made me feel guilty about it but she did hold me accountable and I find that like that's kind of like the type of love on a true soulmate. Like that is a true friend, like a sister type of love when you are held accountable for what you did, but also not begrudged for it. Like she didn't make me feel like fucking shit. You know what I mean? And there was a path forward and I absolutely love that. And also I had to say like me as a friend, I admitted to my wrongs as well. I admitted to areas where I was like, look, like I felt like I did this, this and this, but I also felt like you made me feel like this this and this even if it was unintentional and i think it was conducive to growth and also a very productive conversation because we had a roadmap and because we didn't allow temporary emotions to kind of cloud our vision we ha- we were honestly just mature about it we moved forward we are like you know girl we are too old for this shit and at the end of the day we both were like is this friendship worth fighting for? Is this something that we want to pursue? And we both were on the same page. We had a path forward. And I think what allowed us to continue to stand the test of time is we keep that open dialogue. We are clear of what expectations are of this friendship is. We um, admit to our wrongs and we also aren't afraid to put our pride aside. I think all those things have allowed this friendship to be successful and just open dialogue and open like, I'm not scared to be like, look, like I really do appreciate you. And being open to express my gratitude for this friend. I think it's just like dating, girl. Like, how would you show affection for a loved one? Like, you need to show up in that way. And I always also was adamant about like, okay, what is this friend's love language? Like, you know, listening and reciprocating through action and actually owning up and being able and being willing to change. And I think that's why I talked about a little bit of pride and humility and knowing when to kind of swallow your own pride and bite your tongue, being a listener. Girly, these are all freaking common sense that comes to a relationship. But especially when it's like friendships, we kind of take it for granted sometimes and we just don't practice those things because we're like, eh, they're like just a platonic friend. Like it doesn't really matter. Like I'm not going home this person yes but friendships do also help paint a fuller more vibrant picture of your life and those are the first people like sometimes we call when we have a bad day or all the things right and so you just have to know what friend is worth fighting for and for me like I ask myself that a lot too like I'm like is this friend worth fighting for is this the type of friend that I would see in five years time like meeting my kids being at my wedding and all the things and if if deemed yes then I will pursue this friendship and I will continue to fight for it even if it's something that like even if we are are having a tiff like those are the questions I would ask myself to see like is it worth holding on to and problem solving for the last thing I meant to actually say regarding problem solving and I did touch on it regarding pride and humility is not being scared to be wrong but also not not being scared to be wrong but also not worried about being correct my bestest friends we're not worried about trying to be right and one upping each other it's not a competition of who is more right it's more so like fighting for our Friendship and just knowing what steps we can take in order to make our friendship work because we are both on the same page of knowing that this is a friendship that's valuable to the both of us. And so we are going to fight for it and see where it can go. So I think that's the last thing that I want to say in regard to problem solving and knowing what our trajectory is and sticking it out and fighting for it just. Even when the going gets tough. And I think like expecting problems in a friendship too. Again, like I talked about earlier, like the dynamics of people, like we're all so dynamic and it's inevitable with time. There are different opportunities to get into little tiffs or misunderstandings. And just like any relationship, knowing how to problem solve, expecting problems and knowing to have a path forward through open communication allows a friendship to stand the test of time. And I've just found that in those areas of problems, creates areas of opportunities for a friendship to grow that much stronger and your admiration and love for each other to grow that much more fonder and if unfortunately there is no path forward and in worst case scenario if you aren't able to find a solution and the friendship does kind of drift then honestly my love (laughs) let it i think that's what's it's so hard when you love somebody in a platonic way like nobody discusses how like friendship breakups and how hard that actually is because maybe you've gone through many different seasons of your life and maybe you also saw this person in your wedding or you know all the things right and you start to have this vision with what you think and expectations that you have for this person, and it doesn't work out. But my love, it comes back to my point earlier of knowing yourself and loving yourself and taking responsibility for how you want to be treated and what pours into your cup. And if there is no path forward with this person, I think you would be doing yourself more of a disservice by holding on to something just to be let down time after time, holding on to an idea of something like that will actually just let you down. In the end, if their actions do not reciprocate it. My love, you need to take everything for face value. I'm such a proponent of that. Everything for face value. Your actions speak louder, and if they're not adding up to what you said you would do, I do not trust you. And I'm going to draw boundaries here because again, you are only going to let down yourself and be a disservice to who you are and the person that you are in becoming of and in pursuit of. And if this person is not kind of in that trajectory with you, then they do not have have to be a part of it moving forward. And I guess like, That is just me being very blunt and honest with you because you have to protect yourself as well and in coming back to that self-love and coming back to your own values, morals, you should not be taking on more baggage and responsibility for somebody if somebody is not willing to pull their part in a relationship, whether it be platonic or romantic. Friendship breakups are truly so bittersweet, I mean honestly very bitter, I don't know where the sweet part is, it really does suck. and people. never prepare you for it. I feel like sometimes it sucks even more than an actual like dating somebody because a lot of the times like you've seen and expected so much from them and you've also gone through so many of different life experiences with them so it's so hard to let them go but the thing is you have to put yourself first and every decision has an opportunity cost. and if you are not honoring yourself then you are going to let yourself down and if there are no boundaries for yourself and you're not setting the standard for the friendships that you have and how you want to treat yourself you are only going to be a disservice to yourself and so while it does suck I think all of this just takes time and you will quickly realize like as this person is not a part of your life you'll be able to have the data to be like okay like am I happier do I feel much more clear in my mind and you'll know if you made the the right decision or not and if otherwise and if you realize kind of like myself when I was like wow like time had passed and I realized like I wanted to revisit my friendship with my roommate and kind of like make amends, that kind of came naturally and organically with time and we were able to have a path forward. But if otherwise, if you feel deep in your soul right now you only just miss the good times, but you do know that if you do bring back this friendship, it's not going to be fruitful and it's not going to be what you expect it to, then I think that's where you need to be very honest with yourself. Draw the boundaries and move forward with yourself because, Basti, it's so normal to miss all the good times and miss what this once was, but you need to take everything once again for face value and not cloud your field of judgment and make a decision based off temporary emotions and realize all the data that you've gathered since now kind of drawing boundaries and not having this person as frequent in your life, what that could be for you and what that already has been for you, and then move forward accordingly and be very honest with yourself. And please, the last thing I would want for you is to let yourself down and to get burned once again. All that is to say, once again, I know everything is very situational and we're dealing with humans here so everybody is so unique and what we each need want and desire out of a friend is so unique and tailored to us you have to know what you need and expect out of a friendship and you have to be honest with yourself and create that space within yourself to ask yourself if this person is valuable to you and i know it sounds so weird to be like is that friend valuable to me but it's like you want to make sure it is reciprocated in in an energy level, and you feel that you are nourishing your soul and you walk away from that friendship, like feeling that you are nourished, feeling that your cup is full and not empty and not feeling empty and not feeling like you're exhausted from that person and their presence, all those things, I think as you are creating moments of silence and moments of intentionalism will help you realize and find those answers within yourself because your gut and your intuition knows. All that is to say, Bestie, again, I am not an expert in Bestie. And dating or anything of that and all of this is just truly my own personal advice i hope this one resonated with you one way or the other and or help at least guide you through anything that you might be stuck on from this perspective of friendship platonic or maybe if this can be applied in dating and romance too you'll have to let me know i hope this one helped you bestie and i cannot wait to hear what you think and until next time i'll catch you so soon bye love